Welcome to Kingdom Minded Podcast with Ray Munoz. Hey everybody, Ray here uh, from Kingdom Minded Podcast. Um, so I'm coming to you guys late, 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 late Sunday night. Um, I'm finally winding down my Sunday evening. Um, it was a good day, uh, a little, little stressful Sunday. Um, so I'm getting ahead of myself, I guess. Um, so today's episode is going to be a great episode. Um, I got a very special guest with me today. Um, this episode is, I mean, all of my episodes are generally for anybody. If you come at it with an open heart and open mind, you can get anything from any of these episodes. So don't ever feel because the topic isn't necessarily, um, what you're looking for. Um, but every episode has some bit of knowledge that will help you in your ministry at some capacity. So, you know, hopefully if you ever see something that's titled bus or children's ministry or just outreach, um, please don't, don't feel like you are not going to gain anything from an episode. Um, most of these, these tactics or habits that people have that are in these episodes, they can be applied to anything, any ministry. Um, so today's episode, um, will be gearing towards the people who want to start a bus route. Uh, maybe you either, a don't ever, you don't have a bus route at your church and you're wondering what I need, um, to start a bus route. Um, or let's say you're currently running a bus route and it's not quite working the way you want it to work. So, um, these, this episode is kind of geared towards that. So it's going to be, um, really great. I hope you guys are going to really enjoy this. I really enjoyed, uh, interviewing, uh, my guests today. Um, it was, it was quite, it was just fun. Um, I kind of got a little bit of, uh, how do I put this? Uh, you guys are going to be a little jealous because there was about maybe another extra hour of that conversation that we didn't record. Um, it was more of just a heart to heart conversation about ministry, um, which is what the podcast is, but we said what we wanted to say in the podcast and then we stopped recording and we were going to head out and then we just started talking. So, um, but it was great. It was a great conversation that I felt I had. Um, you know, like I said, I get a lot from me. I get a lot of reassurance of what I'm doing is the right thing when I'm talking to people on our podcast, on my podcast. Um, because I feel that I'm, it's ministering to me. So, I feel that I'm gaining a lot of knowledge from the people that I'm interviewing. Um, so I definitely was blessed by the additional conversation that I got to have after the podcast. So, but it's going to be a great episode today. Um, still fighting the sickness, guys. I I am trying to. So if you hear me coughing, um, please bear with me. Um, I'm over the body feeling sick part. Um, but this cough is just lingering and I, I, uh, I'm trying to get rid of it and I've been using this flow thing and that usually helps out with this dry cough, but it's just not touching it this time. And I, I have medication, but I'm trying to avoid taking it. Um, <coughs> sorry. See, there we go. Um, but it's going to be a very, um, crazy week 
Uh, I got a lot going on this week. Um, this will be Monday by the time you're hearing this. So um, I'm house sitting this for like the next two days or three days if you count the day, the current day. Um, and so it's a plus because I am closer to my work. And so it's only like a 10 minute drive as opposed to like a half an hour drive. Um, so that's, that's, that's a plus, but I get to sleep in. So I guess it's, you know, but I'm, a, I'm away from home. So I'm a, I'm a good half an hour away from home. So that's kind of hard when you have to be at the church all the time. Uh, I'm so usually used to going 10 minutes to the church and now it's a half an hour away, which is very different, um, for me because I'm always been so used to being close to the church. So I'm house sitting. I get back on Wednesday night to my house and then Thursday I have the day. Oh, I don't have the day off, but, um, I have, we have play practice for Easter. So I'll be consumed with that Thursday night after work. And then, which I go straight from work to the church to do play practice for that. So we'll be doing that all all Thursday. And then Friday morning, we are flying out to Portland. So this is the weekend, if you heard last episode, this is the weekend that we're going to Portland um, to go help out the Haddon's Church in Portland, Oregon. Uh, so we're really excited. Uh, but it's also just a very busy week with that going on and trying to schedule podcast interviews and arrange everything in the short amount of time that I have. Um, but luckily I have another episode, uh, that's in the, um, I don't know what I would say. It's in the, it's in the lineup, but I am hopefully going to be recording another one soon, uh, with another guest. So I'm trying to get as many up. So then that way on the week that we are, um, getting back from Portland, I don't have to worry about, uh, finding a guest for that episode. So, Hopefully it will be um, all taken care of. I do have another guest for next episode. I just not sure which one I'm going to use quite at the moment. So uh, with that being said, let's go back to um, this last Sunday. (coughs) Sorry, guys. Uh, Let's go back to this last Sunday, the Sunday that we had today. And boy, oh boy, Kitsch Church was, it wasn't a mess. That's the word that's coming to my mind, but it's not true. Um, it was very well put together, uh, very organized. It was just very difficult with the kids this Sunday. I've been having behavioral issues again, so had to send uh, this Sunday. I had to send three boys out again. Um, I But praise report. One of the boys that I've always had issues with, he has been a rock star for the last four weeks, three weeks maybe, Um, and he has just been total 180 with his personality. He's behaving himself on the bus. He's behaving himself in church. Today, I was talking to him, and I just said, I I gave him praise, and I said, hey, I just want to let you know, bud, that you're just doing a fantastic job, and I'm so proud of you in the way that you've been behaving, and he was just like, you know, he said, thank you. He was kind of embarrassed by it. But I told him, I said, no. And I said, remember, I was like, you're not a follower, right? And he shakes his head, no. I go, well, what are you? And he looks at me and he's, and he's, he has this uh, kind of uh, babyish voice, but he goes, I'm a leader. <laughs> but it was the cutest thing ever. And he, he was a rock star today. So I definitely gave him the praise he deserved today, um, letting him know how, how great he behaved. 
Um, but the other boys I had to send out and I was telling, I was telling, um, some of the staff today, I said, you know, it's always the Sundays you're, you're preaching on, preaching on the devil and how horrible he is. And today we were preaching, I was preaching on, um, that the devil has no power and not to be afraid of him. And that when we call on the name of Jesus, that, you know, he begins to get afraid and he runs away with that name. And, you know, and the kids were getting really excited because I asked the kids how many of them are afraid of the devil. And it's, it's very, you know, you think as back as a kid and I was terrified of, him, you know, but now that I'm older, I understand that the devil has no dominion over any of us. And, you know, all I have to do is call on the name of Jesus and the devil will be defeated. And the Bible tells us that he is defeated. Um, so we were, I was talking, I was preaching on that today and the kids were really behind it. And we were getting ready to have altar call. And then every boy that I have issues with decided to really shine this Sunday. Uh, and I say shine in a very negative way. But they were... Um, they were just, man, they were pushing it. I had to kick a few out during altar time because, like you know, like we've said, altar time is no time to play around. That is definitely our time that we are taking very serious. And anybody that, any boy or girl that is not understanding, especially the ones that are getting kicked out, they've been there forever. So it's not like they're new. Um, they know better. And they just really decided to try and push the envelope that day. And I called their bluff, or they called my bluff. I don't know how that works. But I um, sent some of them out and, you know, thank God for our bus captains that are bus drivers or bus captains that are in the sanctuary that will take on the kids that are being sent out. Um, they do such a great job of, you know, being disrupted in the middle of their service. And I appreciate you guys. Um, you know, my mom, uh, Gilbert, uh, Liz, any of you guys that are listening, I, I really appreciate you guys taking on the kids that are just kind of just not, they're not able to stay in. Um, I know it takes a lot out of you guys and your time of being fed, but you know, it's just what we do. We got to take care of these kids. Um, and you know, and I was just really, there's this one boy and he just shuts down every time he gets corrected. I mean, every time he doesn't talk much as it is, but I'm really just been trying to work on him. And cause I've had boys like that before. And they don't make eye contact. They look away and they shut down completely emotionally and they don't talk to you. They don't express anything. And those are the boys that, that need your help the most because what's going to happen when they become adults. And I've had a, and I, and I know it can happen because God's used, God's helped us before. Um, we have a, another boy in our, in our kids church. Well, now he's a youth. Um, same thing. He would shut down. He would run out the building um, but I worked on him and God helped us, um, work with him and we've molded him into a fine young man now. And that now when anytime he's getting corrected, although he may not enjoy it, he makes eye contact with you. And, the, and I remember the first thing I ever told him, I said, I said, listen, I go, men, we look each other in the eyes when, when we're talking, I go, you can be upset. I go, but you need to look me in the eyes because that's what men do. And that stuck with him. And I remember he told me, he goes, you remember your brother, Ray? You told me that that's what men do. And that's what I, I want to be a man. And I want to do that. And that's really changed him. So I know it's not impossible. And I think it's just taking more time 
than expected, but God's going to work on this young boy and continue to help help us, pray with us, and that God will really uh, touch him. Uh, but it was it was just a difficult time at the altar time. I really feel like the devil was trying to trying to do anything he could to distract everybody from praying and doing what they needed to do that Sunday. And it was definitely testing my patience. Um, when you're trying to run an altar call and you got two or three kid boys that are just just pushing the envelope and not behaving and not you know playing around and bouncing off chairs and you know, and you're trying to run an effective altar call and keep all these other kids engaged in the little part of your message that you have them hooked. So it was, um, it was definitely difficult, but we made it through. Um, <coughs> you know, we made it through and it was, it was a great Sunday. Um, then we had church tonight. Church was great tonight. Um, you know, definitely got to recharge my batteries this morning with that. Um, after this morning, um, but it was, it was a great time. Um, just anticipating this week and just waiting to see how it's all going to pan out. Um, you know, with just the busy schedule and a lot going on, but you know, the church never stops, you know, um, someone was saying, Hey, hell doesn't stop. Hell's in a, hell's in a building program all year long, 24, seven, 365 days a year. Um, the church should not be taking days off. So definitely when I feel weak, I always think about that. Like, you know, hell doesn't take any days off. So I'm trying to make sure that I am not trying to take days off and I'm doing my part every day, whether it's something small or something big, um, trying to do my part to make sure that I am doing what I can for the kingdom. So, um, that's all I got to talk about as far as last Sunday. Um, I don't really have anything new tech wise at least today, uh, maybe because I'm tired. I don't know. Um, but, um, so today's episode is going to be really great. Uh, I really think you guys are going to enjoy this. Um, please continue to, um, share the Instagram page. Um, let somebody know about this podcast. Uh, it may be a blessing to them. Thank you guys. All my new followers, all my new listeners. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope you're enjoying these podcasts. Please be sure to like, you know, let me know, like the post, comment on it. Um, I love hearing it. I've gotten a lot of interaction from people. Brother Caesar, I uh, got your messages. I oh, mean, I've been communicating with a lot of listeners um, this last week, and it's really been encouraging to me. Um, you know, I'm human. I have my moments, and sometimes I wonder, is anybody listening to this? But um, definitely from hearing from a few people, um, thank you guys for the encouraging words. Um, let me know if you guys got a sticker from the, um, youth explosion service. Um, I was handing, I had a team out there, uh, some of our youth handing out some stickers. And so hopefully a few of you guys got them. I did get the pins in this week. I am not going to be releasing, giving those out though until SCC. So if you're thinking, Hey, he's going to be handing those out like crazy, Sorry, the pins are not going to be handed out until SEC, the Children's Ministry Workshop. So you have to go to that to get one of those pins. Um, I'll have a table set up uh, for Kingdom Minded Podcast there. Um, and so we'll all have those out there. But stickers, uh, I still have plenty of them. I'll probably need to order some more because I've gone through quite a few. Um, but we're seeing them everywhere. Uh, somebody had them on a computer today. I saw that. I was really excited. Uh, seeing a few people have them on the back of their phones. 
Uh, one person put it on their skateboard. I thought that was even cooler. Uh, so, you know, thank you guys for sharing. Thank you guys for you know, getting taking the stickers and, you know, throw them on everywhere. Share it me in a post and say, hey, I got my Kingdom Minded podcast sticker. Uh, I'm going to try and make more. So if you're interested in getting um, getting one, uh, just message me. Uh, some people already have and I need to ship those out. But I did explain to you it's going to take a little bit of time uh, just with the busy schedule. I just I wish I had more time to do it. Um, going to the post office to get stamps or to the store. I don't even know where do you get stamps at? I, I mean, I don't use stamps a whole lot. So uh, trying to find out where I could get some stamps. I think you get them at the grocery store still. Um, but getting stamps is gonna probably going to be a mission. Maybe I'll let you guys know that. But thank you guys again for listening. And remember, please enjoy this um, this next guest that I have. It's going, to be, it's going to be a really great episode. I think you guys are really going to be blessed by it. But enjoy. All right. Welcome, everybody, uh, to another episode of Kingdom Mind and Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Munoz. And I have a guest here today, uh, Travis McCarthy. Hello, right. how you doing? He is running a bus route out of Yucaipa, California. You guys haven't heard, um, but he, him and his, you and your wife, right? Correct. Um, so today we're going to be talking about bus ministry, um, children's ministry, and how some of the things that um, they do at their church, um, different, different techniques, because they may be very different from what we do here at my church or even at your church. Um, so that's kind of what the conversation is going to be about today. Um, so tell, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, so I go to Pastor Douglas Walker's church from Second Chance Church in Yucaipa. And uh, I've been going there for about nine years now. I wasn't originally from California. Originally born and raised in Cincinnati, Ohio. So not a, not a native of California. Okay. Um, but uh, in, uh, growing up in church, got in church about 13 years old. And... Um, uh, never had a bus ministry, never had a really an outreach program. And um, so once I came here to California, my wife's from Yucaipa. We ended up uh, getting married 13 years ago yesterday. And, um, and so um, decided to come back to California and came here. And with that, um, was introduced to Hope, uh, Hope Center um, about three years ago with their, uh, their uh, kingdom builder um conference that they had mm -hmm. and so that's pretty much where the whole bus ministry um, burden came from um, sat through uh, sat through several services there and God moved in a mighty way and um, I believe that was three years ago that that happened yeah. um, I can't remember we always never can remember the speaker at the time was that um, was that like a missions conference we had or no, was, was it your the, con the, the SEC um, one the SEC the uh, children's oh ministry yeah workshop. yeah yeah um, I think it's like in April or, mm -hmm. um, um, which from that point I've been to everyone since then. So it's, wow. uh, it's been really, it really helps. It definitely, uh, it builds up, um, mm -hmm. and, and helps you take, take things home and uh, apply them. But, uh, that's where the, the burden started. God started working with me on uh, bus ministry, something that our church has never had. Mm -hmm. Um, we tried to use personal vehicles, uh, picking up kids, picking up families, mm -hmm. um, which does work. Um, it's, it's tough, um, yeah. but it can work. You can make it work. Um, but having that, uh, having a designated bus that, you know, symbolizes the church and, yeah, uh, yeah. it helps build trust with the parents and stuff. So, um, with that, um, um, was able to get in contact with like, uh, brother, brother Uzzle, 
um, mm-hmm. who's greatly helped me with uh, his ministry and talking to him I, mm-hmm. um, on personal basis on bus ministry and things that they've done. And yeah. so things like that. And it, and it rolled into July of 2017 is when we first purchased our van, which we call our bus, but mm-hmm. it's our 14-passenger uh, um, 97 van. Mm-hmm. And um, a funny story about that is... Uh, the uh, I was bidding on it on a eBay auction, a uh-huh. no reserve eBay auction. It was a perfect van. Mm-hmm. I needed a seat or two, and I tried to get it, and I missed it by like fifty dollars. Oh wow! And someone outbid me, and um, I saw it on Craigslist a couple weeks later. Mm-hmm. And so I, I called the person up, met him up in Irvine or something, and he wanted a crazy price for it because mm-hmm. I knew what the price was they paid for it. Yeah. And so I got a, I got a good deal on it. And so uh, was it was it the same van? It was the same identical van. <laughs> it was it was it, our church's second chance, so I gave the van a second chance, and it yeah. <laughs> and it's it's never given us any issues. It wow. starts every Sunday, so it's it, it was really cool that I couldn't pass it up. I had to get yeah. it, and it, there's a story behind us, so it's. It's really cool. It's worked out there. That, that's pretty funny because it's like super suiting with your guys' church name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so. God was like, you know what? You missed it, but this guy's going to sell yeah, it. Yeah, we believe in second chances. Yeah, who so would have thought would... that the van that you were trying to bid on eBay, Yeah, the guy ended up buying it, you know, taking it from you. And then he ended up trying to yeah. sell it on Craigslist. And he and tried to he tried to get out of it and say, well, you know, I, my, it's my cousins and everything. And I knew exactly all the defects and everything, <laughs> how many miles it had and everything. Yeah. And so I called him on it, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we came to a good good agreement. I And he had to make money. So. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it was really fitting for our church. Wow. And, that's... Uh, so it was really cool. And, um, and, I mean, right after that, it was, it was like, God said, you know, you guys went out on faith. And, and a lot of a lot of the people in our church chipped in on the van. It wasn't just the church. The church really didn't chip in on the van. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was really internally. I kind of um, went went around to several people that um, showed interest and, and I knew would, would, would help out. And I asked them, I said, this is this is our burden at, from Sunday school wanting to get this started. And, and a lot of them chipped in $100, $500, mm-hmm. and, it, and it helped facilitate the costs yeah. um, of, uh, of buying that vehicle. And it, and so it's it's really the church's van, and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's really worked out there. Um, well, that's pretty cool. Um, so I got a question for you. Um, so you were telling me that you had and essentially had – I don't want to say this in a negative way, but you had no interest in starting a bus route. Correct. So, like, how did how did you go from zero interest of ever wanting to start a bus route? And I know you were saying you went to the conference, mm-hmm. but like, what was the that conference was the turning point for you? And like, what did you feel God just like? Was it? I don't know. For me, like, whenever not every time, but when God has given me a calling, it feels like sometimes it's like He punches me in the chest, mm-hmm. and He's yeah. like, "Wake up!" So, um, so. I run, I run the sound in, in Ukaipa. I do the, um, I'm head over the sound up there. And, um, it's, it's one of those ministries that, you know, with sound media production, um, I don't know how to say this to, to the sense of that there's nothing, it, it, it almost, you're looking for something else to where, um, when I, when I came to the conference, I came with an open mind an open heart mm-hmm. and, and God met me there and, and, and said, you know, this is an opportunity to make an impact 
um, and, and to do what they what they're always talking about being a world changer mm-hmm. and and being a world changer locally. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and our pastor always preaches and, and locally it's always preached. You, you don't need to be in Africa a lot of times to mm-hmm. be a, a world changer. Yeah. And you hear that over and over and over mm-hmm. to the point you say, you know what, that's enough. I need to go apply this somewhere. Yeah. And, and it was a point in my life of plugging in. Mm-hmm. And I found a spot to plug in, and and my brother-in-law was was head over Sunday school, and he had a lot to do with pulling the heartstrings on me and talking yeah. to me. But, but he, uh, but it, it 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 was that it was that moment in my life that plugging in was the, the now moment, mm-hmm. and I and I had to plug in, and 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 it's if you don't plug in at that moment, you almost miss it. Yeah. And um and it was the best thing that's ever happened. It's my my wife's involved on the bus minute. She she runs our bus now. Mm-hmm. Um, as the bus captain and, um, and she loves it. You know, it's, it's one of those things that it's, um, it's a share burden and, um, she's really taken off with it. The kids love her and, mm-hmm. um, you know, really has been able to build their street credits, but they, um, um, that, that's pretty much, you know, going from zero to, to jumping right into it. It, it was tough. Yeah. It, it was really tough. Um, but it's, um, you know, came with uh, a lot of prayer and, Mm-hmm. Um, seeking, seeking God, and and you always, we always at the end of the service hearing that song. If you can use anything, Lord, and we sing it mm-hmm. and sing it, and then and then when it actually happens, and and you and you see it happen, yeah. um, you just it's it, it's beautiful, it really. Is. I, I always have a um, like a funny story about the that song, and I said, you know, that's a horror song. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> because you know, uh, when you pray for being would used, you pray don't... for if you you know God if you can use if you can use or whatever it takes God mm-hmm. and like you know God's gonna be like all right you don't know? don't feel don't don't regret it when you feel used at the end you yeah because yeah. you prayed for it you prayed for you it you sang it and you prayed for it but so sometimes it, you're walking through it and you're like why did I pray for this or why did I, you know right, exactly. why did I say yeah, you can yeah. use it you know but yeah I thought I think that's really cool um, that you just showed up you know open-hearted to it just say you know i want to do something but i don't you know really know um and that's definitely that's awesome and that's an awesome testimony to to that conference um it's going to be happening uh at the end of april this Mm -hmm. year Uh, i know we're extending it by a day Mm -hmm. too so that's that's even more excited um guys i'll post some stuff on online to let you know when it's coming up and if you're in California, Arizona, whatever areas that you can to make it towards this conference, it's it's an awesome. It's worth awesome, the drive. It's worth the drive. Yeah, it's an awesome conference, and it's growing every year. I think we're almost to where the point where we're running out of room to, for classrooms. Right. Um, but I think that's awesome. Um, and, and for me, it's it's so encouraging to hear this because when I started coming to this church, there was already all this stuff established. There was no ground up from it. So in a way, like I feel like I missed that step. And although I have a burden for this ministry and the ministry is that I'm I'm working in, it's different from when you have to create it. There's a sense of it's it's almost like our building here. Like when when I was blessed enough to be here before we started this building. And so, you know, digging the holes, digging the trenches, laying concrete, it, it, the building has a sense of uh, sentimental value to me and when I see the platform like we were tearing up the carpet off the platform and I saw 
the cement and I and it just brought back memories of the times that we had to have church in here and we were illegally having church in this right. building, you know, because yeah. we weren't allowed to, but there was nothing but concrete on the floor or we were having church with just all the skeleton of the building showing. Right. Um, you know, and that's maybe that's what you feel like when you with your bust, you know, like your guys's van that you see it and there's that sentimental value mm -hmm. that like we work so hard to get yeah. this. And I think that's really incredible that you guys, you know, raise the money for that. And a lot of people think, well, the church will pay for it. And, you know, there's just sometimes, and we've talked about this before on this podcast, that there's sometimes the church doesn't have the money right, for it. Right. And I think that a lot of people think that, oh, well, our church doesn't have the money for it. We can't start this. And, you know, the, you guys did it no matter what. You're like, well, we're just going to drive four cars around probably. Right and pick up whoever wants to come to church. Um, so you guys were doing that at the beginning, right? Yeah. Um, Jonathan and Ashley, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law, mm -hmm. they uh, they were doing that a year prior to me jumping in on it. Okay. Um, with, they, had a, they had like a Ford Freestyle, and they were picking up a, a family or two with kids. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, and then we, we segued into that and, um, you know, using personal vehicles. And, and that is, you know, we talk about that a lot. I, I've seen it. I've seen it talked about in seminars when it comes to using, when it comes to bus ministry, that seems like the first thing that comes up mm -hmm. um, is the fact of, um, I don't have a van or I don't have a bus. How do I get started or how mm -hmm. do, and, it, and it's, and it's a mindset that um, it's a mindset in ourselves more than the kids. The kids are happy to get the candy. The kids are happy to get those. Mm -hmm. um the, the the gifts at the end of Sunday school and then they then they hear about Jesus and and, mm -hmm. and the breakfasts in the, in the morning so I mean it's it's really getting getting our over ourselves um and that presentation of, of to whoever it is that we don't have this fancy van or fancy bus mm -hmm. um, but it's a, a an avenue to to reach the lost to, to reach those kids yeah it was almost in a way that you guys said you know I'm not gonna wait mm -hmm. until we get a bus because who knew who knows right. how long that would have took and even even then, God might have been like, "Well, why don't you just start doing it now?" Mm -hmm. You know, and you may have missed that blessing right. that God was giving you with all those people that were coming in the cars if you would have waited for the bus right. or the van. Right. You know, like it's kind of like, "Well, I'm gonna wait till I'm I got this." Right. You know, but you took that step of faith and said, "You know, we're gonna take our cars and we're gonna just gonna drive." Um. So. You know, and was that harder with the car? I mean, I, I can imagine. I have I had to try and arrange a ride for some of my teenagers to ride on my bus um, a couple weeks back. And it was just like I was screwing around trying to get people to help me. And I didn't realize how hard it was without a bus because mm -hmm. we didn't want to ride the drive the bus because it was only six kids. Right. And, you know, I didn't think it was, you know, right to waste the gas. And then the van was being used, so we couldn't use the van. Um, so I was like going around the church asking whoever, if they could help me. And somebody was like, no, I can't, I have this and this and this, but I can only imagine doing it every Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is, it is a, it is a challenge, um, uh, because it is, you know, on a, on a carnal side, it's a wear and tear on the vehicle and that mm -hmm. it's your personal vehicle. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not their vehicle. So it's, you know, they're, they're stomping in the mud and, yeah. and then jumping right in your vehicle. So it's that candy wrappers in the yeah, back seat it, and it yeah. wears on you and, you know, but it's, um, but when you lay your head down at night and you think about those kids, it, that's where it matters. It's just mm -hmm. like, you know, we, we, we made a, an impact on someone Yeah. and you know, it's, it, it's worth it at the end of the day. No. Now, was it tough for the parents to, 
It is, it, yeah, because it's not a, a staple van. It's not a staple figure of. Um, and, and when we wrote we wrote up our uh, waiver, we made it to where it's not that specific vehicle, mm-hmm. um, but the vehicle that's presented by the church. So it's you know those kind of waivers that we were able to present it that you know the vehicle that's being picked up at that time yeah. um, is is X and X Y Z vehicle. Uh, which was nice to segue with those forms into a van and bus, so we already had the forms there. So it's, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a very difficult um, time of waiting for that van and waiting for the bus. And, mm-hmm. Well, um, we had a, we had a. Well, even if you have a bus, we had an, we had an incident years back, um, where there was these kids that came on our bus and they were in uh, Mentone. Um, in our in our van, which we had vans back then, we didn't have bus. The vans went through, and they'd pick up this family. Well, for whatever reason, some guy had noticed that, and he had a van, and he drove oh, up, wow. and I, I don't remember the whole story exactly, but he had picked up some kids, and took off, mm-hmm. and then those kids had gotten wise that this is a guy from the church after, right? And then they had, you know, jumped out of the van and took off, and the guy. You know, got scared and fled away. Right. Thank God. Right. You know, but you know, even like a car, somebody could see. Hey, this guy picks up these kids yeah. every Sunday. I could just drive my car and say I'm from the church. Mm-hmm. You know, for a parent, that's scary. Yeah. No. And, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm a parent myself, so it's it's one of those things. You sit there and you put yourself in the you know as a as having a burden to do it, but then you turn yourself on the flip side as a parent mm-hmm. and say, how would I want? Where would how would I want my kids to go to Sunday school? You mm-hmm. know, and, and so. That's the really the big driving force, the segue into getting the van was, you know, let's let's take that next step. And, you know, we may not have the amount of kids to fill that van, but it, 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 it'll fill and God will bless it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's one of those things. It's a hard one to overcome. And it's um, it's very it's it's a whole lot easier to um, outreach and and get kids uh, more parents on board to let their their babies go with you mm-hmm. on a van in this day in the state of California and just just yeah. there's wackos out there. Yeah. And but it's a whole lot easier when it's labeled the church van or labeled mm-hmm. this is the the church uh, funded van yeah. that has the church insurance and and the whole nine yards to where it's a little bit easier for parents to trust you. Yeah. Um, than your own personal vehicles. You have to you have to work a whole lot harder when it when it gets your own vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. And especially like. Let's say it's, you know, luckily it's you and your wife that are driving, but, you know, someone like me, it's just me. Right. And only person that wants to come to church is this little girl. Right. You know, I got to find us the whole other person to drive with me. Right. And because it's like, well, I can't just pick them up by myself. It's not, that's not smart for me to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, although the parents may trust you, Mm -hmm. I don't trust any of this world. Right. And although I may trust the parents, I don't want to put myself in that situation to where someone down the street says something because they don't like the church or something right. or you know so you know but you know i i think that's really good that you guys are thinking you know especially because you're a parent and i and ourselves when we go out and outreach and talk about our bus ministry or with our children we think what would be acceptable to mm-hmm. us right you know i always say this like i always tell the parents i say i don't blame you mm-hmm. I wouldn't send my kid with a total stranger, right. you know, although I want everybody's kids to ride on my bus or, mm-hmm. you know, go to my church. I don't know you, yeah. you know, and that's why I think with us, like 
we make that initiative to really just establish a strong relationship with those parents. Mm -hmm. So that way they, the, any doubts that they had, we answered them. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, we have this. This is my number. You call me. This is the church address. This is the church number. We give them as much. Sometimes we give them too much information so that they feel comfortable. Right. You know, and that I think that's great that you guys are looking at that and that realm and saying, what's going to make these parents feel comfortable? I, I remember going out on a, on a Saturday. It was a, it was a couple months ago. And, and, um, and two of the girls that are still coming to our, our Sunday school, they, um, they, were, they were in that trailer park. And, um, and I remember God leading me down this, this one. The one last part of the, the – I saw, I saw a, couple, a couple kids playing at the end down there. Mm -hmm. And um, and I don't speak Spanish. Um, mm -hmm. I, I speak total English. I don't speak. I you know mm -hmm. very little. You know, muy poquito. So it's yeah. just very little. <laughs> you know. So uh, so they their parents or their mom and their grandmother spoke only Spanish. Mm -hmm. Total barrier for me. Yeah. I don't have. A, I didn't have a Spanish flyer at the time. I'm like, guys, we need a Spanish flyer made up now. Go yeah. back and make one now. So so my wife was there with me that day, and and through their kids we were able to interpret to the parents picked up the the kids that next sunday that was saturday so the mm -hmm. next sunday we picked them up and I, and i kept reinforcing i want let your parents come with us you mm -hmm. know have your parents have your mom your grandmother and they rode that sunday they actually yeah they rode that sunday and then the next sunday they brought them themselves so the parents were in church too and mm -hmm. from that sunday on they i, I couldn't tell you a sunday they missed Wow. So it's it's really key to to focus in on the parents, not just mm -hmm. the kids passing out the candy, but the, to build that relationship with the parents because they're they're the ones that are entrusting you with the, with their babies. Yeah, yeah, and that's especially with like our restaurant. Like we try to do that. We try to make sure that I, I love the kids coming, mm -hmm. but my my goal is to get families. Mm -hmm. I want families in our church. Mm -hmm. I don't want just you know little Susie. Right. Coming on the bus by herself till she's right. twenty years old. Eventually, I want her mom and dad to be here, as some way, shape, or form. Um, so that's why, like, we have we include the kids on special events. It's because I want to entice those parents to come, mm -hmm. and then they may not come every Sunday, but you know, at least I know they're trying to come, or right. you know, they're making that step, or we're giving them every opportunity to be here. Right. Um, but yeah, that's I mean, that's really important. It's just trying to get those parents to come because right. that's the ultimate trust. It's mm -hmm. like, Hey, I'm going to come with you. Right. And it's like, you get that. Yes. Exactly. You know, that's, like, that's a score. You know, you know, you want that one. Yeah. I, you know, like I have a guy that won't send his granddaughter with him, with us unless he comes mm -hmm. and I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. But my only downfall is he doesn't come if the granddaughter's not here. Right. <laughs> so, you know, he told, I went over and, and visited him uh, Sunday and knocked on the door. I was like, Hey, are you guys coming? Oh, my granddaughter's not here today. She went with her mom. I was like, he's like, we're not going to go today. I'm like, oh, yeah. you can't yeah. last Sunday. You can come again. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, you know, yeah. it's just one of those things I have to, right. you know, you have to work on. Um, so, yeah, that, so we went into the story about your, your van now. So now you got a van and you're raising money, just trying to get money anywhere we can, right. you can, saving money. Obviously, you're probably giving money yourself. Right. Um, and just doing what you can. Was there a point while doing that that you felt like this isn't going to work? It was probably weeks after uh, because that that excitement wears off. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, you know you get your first bus kid, and, and you're just like, man, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, and it's usually, and it, it's not always that first week. You know, you hear you hear the stories. I think it was Brother that you know week after week, no bus kids, mm-hmm. and you know they just bought a van, and you know, and and they want you want to you wanted to make it work, mm-hmm. but it was probably the second week after we bought the uh, more within that second week of buying the van. Mm-hmm. That we had our first uh, group of kids on the bus, mm-hmm. um, but um, you know, and and it's you know a week or two goes by, and then then one of them doesn't show up, then the second one doesn't show up. But yeah, when you have when you have four kids on the bus and two kids don't show up, your attendance is down fifty percent mm-hmm. compared to you know you have fourteen or twenty kids in Sunday school and yeah. one or two doesn't show up. Um, it's a big deal, but it's it, it it's not as big as a, a dent. Um, but yeah, you, you jump into it and you're really excited and you're locked and loaded, ready to go passing Mm -hmm. out every 99 cent candy you can buy. And, and, Mm -hmm. and then reality hits and, and, and no one came on the bus that week. Um, you know, a couple, a couple weeks in, no one goes on the bus and, and, and you're back to square one, back Mm -hmm. to the drawing board of the, you know, in the war room, trying to figure out what's our next strategy. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it's, and it's every you know revisiting that that strategy room all the time trying to figure out what's the next avenue mm-hmm. to get more kids on the van and i i think i feel like i had that feeling a couple of weeks ago we had a we had a big push a couple like a month ago just we loaded every bus that we had and we were excited about it mm-hmm. and we were like man we had like 70 something kids just off the bus routes and we were like yes you know, and then we're like, next Sunday is going to be awesome. We're going to have even more kids because they're right. going to tell their friends. Right. And we had half that on that <laughs> same day. Yeah. You know, and I was like, and I, uh, and I was like, okay, it's just that one Sunday. So we went right. back out, hit the doors again, get them back on the bus. They weren't there again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? And every week since then, a lot of those people that have come and I've visited them every Saturday. No, we're not going to come this week. Right. Or, one lady just told me I'm not coming anymore, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, is there anything that happened? I'm, you know, love to answer some questions for you. No, no, we're just we're not gonna go, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, and so I'm at that point where like every person that I had on my roster that came that was new, it's not coming anymore. Right, right, yeah. But and I was super down about it, and I was like, you know, like what what is it, God? Like what do we do? What do we do wrong? Like we gotta fix this, and then. But the one thing that happened is while I was out visiting those people that still haven't came again, I ran into a boy who used to come on my bus route, but his mom's work schedule um, and some stuff that happened at home, he stopped coming. But he happened to see me out there. And I told him, I I always invite him when I see him. And I told him, hey, you know, if you want to come, let your mom know. Mm -hmm. Tell her to give me a call. Um, I'll pick you up. And then that night, his mom, or no, I'm sorry, that morning when I was texting, because she's on my, I have a, a an app that texts everybody on my route. And I had texted her. She's on my route list. I never take them off. I don't take anybody off my route list because mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep texting you every right. Sunday morning that I'm coming down the street. So I text her on that list. And I would never expected it because he hasn't came for months. And she texts me and she says, Hey, my son wants to ride the bus this morning. And I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. So it was like, although I lost all those people, right. I gained that one boy back. Right. And, it, you know, some people are like, oh, well, it's just one kid. You know, but it's 
That one right. kid that I lost, and he came back. Right. And he's been coming every Sunday since. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I think the biggest the biggest gut punch that we had was, and it was early in in, in it was early in the uh, the startup of it that we had the van, and uh, and we're visiting a certain trailer park and and. Um, and, uh, and, and there were regulars just, just, I mean, they're just every Sunday and, and man, things they're, they're participating in church and, and, and kid zone and, and, you know, things are working, things are clicking and, you know, we're, we're talking to the parents and, and then, um, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, two of them disappear, mm-hmm. can't get a hold of them. And, and you hear those stories, you hear it all the time at, at the talks and, and, and at the seminars and, and, and mm-hmm. how, you know, some some of these families that they come from are not, you know, it's they, what they go home to isn't the best. Yeah. yeah. And and it's and it, and it makes you go home at night and just and just and and, and plead the blood for them. And it's mm-hmm. and, and that was probably the, the and we, we you hear from the other kids in the park on, on what mm-hmm. happened. And and, and you, pray, you go you walk away and, and and pray that you made an impact in their life enough mm-hmm. that that six months or that eight months that you had a chance to tell them about Jesus. Yeah. That one day in their life that they would remember, and yeah. and it and it's and it, and it happened early on, and that was probably the the most gut wrenching part of it was was actually mm-hmm. seeing that happen right in front of you, yeah. And um and it and it really it it it, it intensifies the burden in a way. It it really it it, it does an opposite effect of us, mm-hmm. and especially if um, you're really entrenched in in the ministry, it, mm-hmm. it's it really does the opposite effect. It makes you dig harder. It makes you push harder in, in the community to, to, to reach as many as you can. Yeah, and we kind of talked about this last episode. It's just, you know, there's a lot of times that kids just get ripped right from under you. Right. And you'll, you may never see them again. Right. And it's very, it's almost in a way depressing mm-hmm. because you worry about those kids. You establish mm-hmm. a relationship with them. You got to know them. You opened, they opened up to you in some way, shape, or form, right. and then all of a sudden they're just gone. Boof, you don't know poof you don't know where they're at right and that's it's really hard it's it's a very 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 serious thing that happens in ministry all in children's ministry far too often especially if you have a bus route um and in a way it's like i have to tell some people that i've talked to it's like in a way you kind of have to get used to it right it's not something you want to get used to and really, nothing prepares you for it either. No. It's and because it, it blindsides you most of the time. Oh, it, I would say ninety-nine <laughs> percent yeah, of the time. I never see it coming. I never see it coming. No. Um, there have been a few cases where I was anticipating it, mm-hmm. and we would do whatever we could. But it's you know you can only step so far into that household mm-hmm. with the parents' permission. But especially if if their kids are getting taken away, generally you can't do anything right. about it. Right. You know. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a very difficult thing. And I was I was telling somebody, you know, we talked about last time. There's been times I've got that that's happened. I found out and I just, I sat in my car and I just started right. sobbing. Because right. it's just like, I lost them. Right. And in a way, it's like, if I would have had one more service with right. them, you know, I would have. And that, I think that's, and like you said, it has the opposite effect of making you, I can't let next Sunday do this. Right. I can't let next Sunday be average. I can't let next bus ride be average because I don't know who's not going to be on this bus. Right. Um, I don't know if you've happened to listen to Thomas Rome's uh, podcast on Holy Ghost Radio. I haven't listened to it. You should yet. listen to it. He, ha- he had a very good 
Um, I've read through his book, though. Yeah, his book is great. Um, But he has a podcast on Holy Ghost Radio. If you guys have a chance, take a listen to it. It's it's phenomenal. Um, But he was talking about, you know, making sure, like seizing your moment, making sure that you're in that moment, just giving everything you got. Don't wait for it. And he was talking about a story about a lady who could hardly speak English, but she wanted to do something in the church. And she told her pastor, I just want to, I just want to do whatever it takes, you know, whatever, whatever you need me to do, I'll do. And he's like, well, you you don't speak very good English. I can't put you like in a greeter, you know, but he's like, you know what? I want you to ride the buses. He goes and just go from bus every week, just ride a different bus. And she would ride the bus every week and, you know, just love the, he said, just love the kids. It's all I want you to do. So she would get on the bus and then every Sunday she would get on the bus and she'd be on a different bus every Sunday. And she said that she would find a kid that looked like the one that nobody talked to, the one that probably, she told everybody hello, but everybody high and loved them. But there was, she always would focus on the one kid that just didn't seem to get the attention mm-hmm. he needed or she needed. And then till one day, she rode a bus and she just clicked with the kid. And she said, you know what? She told the pastor, I don't want to change buses anymore. I just want to stay on this bus. And so she would stay on that bus every Sunday with that boy. And she would sit with him and she would tell him, I love you. Jesus loves you. Every Sunday. You know, a woman that just, she's in her eyes, or her mind, I have nothing to give, but I'm going to give what I can. And so she just kept telling that boy that every Sunday. And she and then it, I'm remembering this correctly. It was one Sunday where he just like, he finally said, I love you. Wow. And that was the last Sunday that she had ever saw that boy. Wow. And it, and it came to find out that that boy was killed by his mother. Wow. And I, I think they said he was thrown in a trash can under a stairway or something. Wow. And it's just like... You know, and the things that, like, you know, we've had kids pass in our in our children's ministry, and it's a sad thing, and mm-hmm. it's it's a horrible thing to happen. But it's just, you know, it's knowing that, I think we forget sometimes, or at least I do, that tomorrow's not promised for these kids. Right. You know, the the next Sunday isn't promised for them. This may be the last time you ever right. get to see them, and right. that that drives. Right. us to make sure that like you know uh, as fun as fun as children's ministry is or bus ministry is we have a great time right. but you know in my mind I have this like mad dog or lion mentality like you're not getting out of this room without right. you feeling the love of God right you're not leaving this church without me telling you how to get to heaven you know it's like that that guard dog mentality i'm just like right. i'm just like ramped up and like a bull or something you know right but you know and like you're saying it, it just we have to treat every sunday because i don't know what's going to happen to them tomorrow um but i think it's i think it's great what you guys are doing and you now on outreach is it just you guys that goes out or yeah it's so it's just us that goes out mm-hmm. and um um, we do, you know, uh, corporate events with the church okay. um, and try to um, tie some of that into the to the, the, the corporate body of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, but majority of the time, it's um, it's us and or parts of Sunday school doing outreach. Yeah. 
um, but it's uh, and and yeah, it's the most amount of candy you can get, and mm -hmm. uh, most amount of flyers, and, and and it doesn't have to be elaborate flyers, and it's mm -hmm. you know black and white flyers, they they, they work just as good as long as the information. The information, is on the information is what matters. Mm -hmm. Because the parents are the ones reading it, yeah. really. I mean, the nice, colorful cards are good for the kids, but they're not reading. Them, and, and, really. a, and a and a flyer that has a interpreted, you know, if you're in a, a, a Hispanic speaking uh, um, community and mm -hmm. you speak English, you know, have something on the back that says mm -hmm. something in Spanish, um, because majority of the time there's there, there's someone in the church that does speak Spanish and that can help interpret. Yeah. Um, but it, it really helps a, as an icebreaker with with the mom and dad because mm -hmm. majority of the time the kids, um, they speak English. Um, yeah. They're going to public schools. They're 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 being taught English. Mm -hmm. um, but you know they speak Spanish at home and so yeah. they they really become our interpreters. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, but but yeah, and it wasn't just in the beginning. It really wasn't just bus ministry that I was jumping into. Um, you know, when, when you ask to be used, just be prepared to be used. And, uh, yeah. um, but it, you know, it, you know, dressing up like Pharaoh, we, 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 we started, uh, having Sunday school outside, mm -hmm. um, which was crazy, but, uh, under tents, um, because mm -hmm. we're, we're lack of space. We, we tore down a wall, um, a couple years ago and we lost our Sunday school facilities mm -hmm. because we were just getting larger and we, we needed more room, yeah. uh, which is a great thing, you know, no, no fighting there. We, you know, we're mm -hmm. happy we're growing and, uh, but, uh, that puts the Sunday school nowhere. Yeah. Um, so we, we invested in some tents and we started having Sunday school outside. Wow. We live in SoCal, so it's great weather. Yeah. Come August, September, September. it gets really humid. Really humid and really hot. Yeah. yeah so that was, that was interesting. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I was dressing up like Pharaoh and, uh, and funny Sunday, I, you know, Tyler Hodge, we leave a place down here in Redlands and he teaches that song. The shackle song, and you, mm -hmm. you try to do the high step with your feet. Oh man! Don't wear a skinny suit dancing to that song. It's just uh, that it song up, itself uh, will kill you. Yeah, I ended up having to go home and change my pants that day. It, wow! Uh, yeah, it was a, it was, a <laughs> it was an interesting Sunday. But yeah, they all were asking me about that one that Sunday, uh, especially yeah. uh, a lot of the people in Sunday school. They remember it. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was just getting involved in in every aspect of Sunday school, uh, not mm -hmm. just bus ministry. It was. Um, you know, I was Pharaoh for a couple of weeks and, and the whole month. Mm -hmm. So, and I think it's really important that like those ministries are not combining mm -hmm. because that's, that's there. It's, it's the seams are being removed. Mm -hmm. In other words, it's becoming one piece and it's not just, well, that's bus ministry. I'll let bus ministry take care of that. Right. And that's outreach ministry. I'll let them take care of that. And, that's kids' church or Sunday school. I'll let them take care of that. Or even usher ministry. You know, right. I think that that limits the church when we have those dividers. Right. Because I can't look over the wall unless I climb, I'm climbing, mm -hmm. you know, but that takes effort. So, but if we remove those, mm -hmm. it's a fluid flow of right. what we're working together for one sole purpose. Right. And, um, I, even with us, I feel like we're we're the last year or two we really started working on that fluidness of just making sure everybody understands it's one one team one dream in a way. Right. You know, it's not the bus ministry because you know if you have those dividers, it's hard to do what right. you need to do. Right. And when people stop under stop thinking, well, I, I don't have to take care of that. It's just, uh, to go on outreach on Saturday. I'm a Sunday school teacher. Right. I need to stay home and 
prepare my lesson. Right. But you're not on an outreach on a Sunday morning. Those kids from your best route don't know who you are until they show up on Sunday. Right. And they have you have them for an hour, an hour and a half. Right. You know, how effective are you going to be with that? Right. You're exactly right. Um, or even, you know, if you ride the bus, you know, and I understand everybody has 15 different things they need to do. I remember uh, going to um, a conference where the bus driver, the drummer was late because he was on the bus, mm -hmm. on his bus route. Yeah. And so someone had to fill in and play the drums. But yeah. if we had that mentality of, well, he's the drummer on Sunday morning. He needs to be here on time. Mm -hmm. I don't care if he has a bus route. That bus route would have never probably ran right. as successfully as it needed to be. Right. You know, but that church is so fluid or seamless in the ministries that someone said, well, he's not here yet. I'll jump on the drums for right now. And he rolled in. Ran inside the sanctuary. That person got off the drums. He finished the song. Right. But, you know, and it's that that fluidness of just there's no seams here. Right. We're all doing whatever we need to do. If I need to stop and go greet somebody really quick, then I'll do that. Right. You know, everybody has their key responsibilities. But if you're unavailable to if you're if you're not a, if you're available to do something right now, I mean that's the only way things get done. Right. Especially if you're a smaller church. Right. You know, like right. your smaller churches, the pastor's the pastor. He's the janitor. He's the janitor. <laughs> he's the he's the the guy who locks up. He's the ushers. He teaches Bible studies. He teaches he, Bible study. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and he's the greeter. You know, it's it's everything. Yeah, and I think as our churches get bigger, we have more people to share the responsibility with. Mm -hmm. But I think we lose that mindset of. I need to fill in wherever I can. Right. You know, like you're saying, you do sound ministry. Right. That's vitally important to the right. church because if the sound's either not A, not on, mm -hmm. or B, not working right, that guest doesn't want to be there because right. they like, well, I can't hear them. Why right. do I need to be here? Right. You know? And it's that just like, you know, I'm whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Out. My our, our pastor preaches, he's preached it several times, but he, he really, he preaches a message Quite often, uh, probably hear it once or twice a year, and he, he preaches about this this our church being um, like a battleship or like a um, like an aircraft carrier, mm -hmm. um, and it's not a cruise ship. Um, on an aircraft carrier, they bring bombs through. If you ever been down to the midway, they they'll bring the bombs right through the mess hall mm -hmm. to load them onto the planes. So during while you're eating your chow, you're eating your food, mm -hmm. they're bringing bombs to mm -hmm. go bomb someone right past you as you're eating your food yeah. to be loaded up on the planes. Mm -hmm. And and it seems like that's every Sunday morning for us. It's, you know, it um, you know, we have, we have a coffee bar in the front and you walk through the coffee bar into the Sunday school slash mess hall slash uh, church slash mm -hmm. um, to where this has become a battleship and there's really no dividing lines. You know, it's nice to have a place to go eat somewhere, mm -hmm. but unfortunately we don't, you know, we, we don't like to eat food in the, in the church, but we kind of like, well, there's time to this time. Yeah. Um, but it, it's become, you know, all hands on deck. We're in, we're in a fight here. We're in a battle. Yeah. Um, for lost souls it's, and mm -hmm. and so it, it becomes uh, as a symbol um, to not to not sit back and say that well I'm, I'm just gonna sit back at the pool all day long yeah and it be until my until my numbers called um, it's all hands on deck it's it's like what they say like in the Navy they say there's no non-essential personnel right, here. right like you know like you you're, <laughs> like you're that's, I think that's a great analogy that your pastor gives like a cruise ship 
you're being served right you're being catered to um you're the the staff is taking care of you right but on a battleship everybody there has a purpose right. nobody's there just to sit there and enjoy the ride right if you're not then you're getting booted off right um but that's i mean it's really i think it's really important that we keep that um because i think sometimes with growth which growth is great mm-hmm. but i think that mental mentality of just all hands on deck right everybody has to do their part right you know and I, I don't like coming to church on an all church cleaning day right. and scrubbing toilets that I know God knows what happens to them, right. you know, but it's my church. Right. And you know what? If I need to do it, I need to do it. Right. Because you, just like you know, your pastor's probably in there. If no one's going to do it, he's right. going to be in there right. with the scrubber just going at it. Because right. if, if it's not going to happen, then it, I'm going to have to do it, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so, talking about your guys's um, children's ministry, you're one building. One building. One building. And you, so you were saying before you had your own room. Right. We had a small like sliver of the building. Mm-hmm. So it's a four like a four um, fourplex commercial building, like mm-hmm. a storefront. Okay. Um, and so we acquired the entire building when one of the businesses moved out. We ended up getting the entire building. Mm-hmm. And so Brother Walker's office and Sunday school shared a suite, and then three of the suites were the church. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was smaller. Um, we didn't have as many kids at that time. I don't even think we had um, bus kids at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, you know, mostly the um, the, the Saints kids, and um, it was strictly that. Um, but then um, we just were, you, you know, that, that rule of having enough room for visitors to sit. You just, if you don't have a place for visitors to sit, mm-hmm. they're not going to feel welcome. They, they have standing room only. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so we ended up knocking down that wall. Well, and that transition, you was Sunday school. That was our Sunday school room. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, we, we all bought, I think on eBay or somewhere, they had these big blue tents and, the first ones we bought, they were they were horrible. They were these pieced together ones. I, if I could, if I could tell you which ones they are, I'd tell like you. Like metal rods together. They were plastic rods together. Oh, plastic. You, you had to piece them all together. And wow. It's because when you're doing it, it's a shoestring. You know, you're trying mm. to you know get through with well, your budget. It's not the church's yeah. budget; it's your budget. Yeah. And so you you buy what is going to work for seems like one Sunday last. Mm-hmm. And so it it took a crew of like three or four guys every Sunday, and it was usually the people that were there the earliest to set mm-hmm. it up until eventually we finally got these easy up i mean they were probably 20 by 10 easy mm-hmm. ups and we did like three of them oh, wow. um and they're easier to put up but they're still they were heavy. the they're smaller heavy. 10 by 10 yeah. easy ups but they're double oh, and wow. so they're real heavy they took three guys so we finally ended up getting like a rotation to set them up so we ended up pressing to the outside which gave us cover from sunlight and it's 10 o'clock in the morning but the mm-hmm. sun's starting to come up, and um, I get the grand idea of getting misters one day, and mm-hmm. say, "Well, you know, misters work when you're sitting down at a Mexican restaurant. And it feels good <laughs> until the misters don't start misting, and they're yeah. just spraying the kids, and everybody's all hot and sweaty now in yeah. Sunday school. So it's, um, so you know, just being flexible with it. It was, um, it's, it was an odd time of our Sunday school, and mm-hmm. and, and you look back at pictures, and you're like, you know, that was cool. You know, it's like yeah. something that. You, it's it's out of the norm. You don't you don't yeah. do it. A lot of, a lot of people don't do it and don't have the opportunity to. Um, but we, you know we probably did. I don't know eight months to almost a year of being outside. Wow. And um, 
you know, we just made it work. And yeah, so we, we transitioned from outside and then come the winter months, we, um, it, it gets very cold out here in California and to us cold is 65. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, fifties, I'm joking, but fifties and forties and drizzle, you're not, you don't want kids going home with a, with a runny nose. Yeah. So, um, communications everything so jonathan and and brother walker we all sit down and and try to figure this thing out and we were having adult bible class um during sunday school so sunday school was only running for like an hour adult bible class he was teaching Mm -hmm. um so this season of the church we just said you know until we get into the new building let's let's stop sunday stop adult bible class in the sanctuary Mm -hmm. and so we were able to bring all the kids and we took over the entire sanctuary from 10 to 11 10 Mm -hmm. to 10 45 and so we don't run a full um sunday school during church time but um, we run what we can. And mm-hmm. um, between 10 and 10.45, 11 o'clock, we take over the entire facility, and it is the Sunday school. Wow. Um, now, we don't fill the entire place right now, but it's um, it, it definitely makes the kids, and we're able to set up props earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it raises the bar for us to be able to, to set up um, earlier in the week mm-hmm. on a Friday, on a Saturday, then to set up Sunday morning. We were literally setting up props, setting up everything 8.45, 9 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. in order to set the tent up, in order to do this. And it was just, it was draining. It was yeah. it was grueling. Well, it's great that you guys, <clears throat> you know, you, I've heard stories of people who've had to run them outside. And mm-hmm. I, even when we had this building program, we would have to have Sunday school in the church um, or in the park, I mean. Um, I think we rent eventually just rented out some school auditorium right. to have church there. Um, an interesting story my pastor was talking yesterday or you know, Sunday about um, when he had started a bus ministry or he, he was running a bus route and there was something like CHP had shut down all their buses <laughs> and to a bus ministry. Yeah, that's a huge thing. Yeah, but instead of just saying I'm defeated and giving up the bus the guy in charge of the, all the buses, he said, you know what? You're a captain, you're a captain, you're a captain. He goes, pulls out a map and says, there's a park right here. There's a park right here. He goes, it's two blocks from your route. It's two blocks wow. from your route. He goes, we're going to have these different churches, kids churches or wow. Sunday schools in these parks in your area. And you're just going to gather all your kids and you're going to walk them to your, to that right. park. Wow. And it was like, you're just going to have to do what you got to do. Wow. You know, but it was like, whoa. Yeah. You know, like I heard that. I was like, <laughs> like I, I know there's been Sundays where it's just like something just doesn't go wrong with the bus or the thing. And it's like, do you give up? Right. Or do you just make it happen? Right. Um, you know, and it's that mentality of just, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it. And I think that's great. You know, like you guys finally have the inside and the air conditioning right. away from the elements because kids get very cranky when right. it's hot. They get very testy when it's even right. when it's cold. You know, they don't want to be out there. And you, like you said, you don't want the parents mad. The teachers don't want to be out there. <laughs> you don't want to be out there. I, you know, there's how many times there's yeah. been where we're just. I remember one one year, our, we went an entire summer with our air conditioning not working. Oh wow! Yeah, it's bad. And so. But the funny so we went an entire summer. Even the conference was held here without 
people were like sweating yeah. while they're eating. Oh, I, I don't know if you remember that year. Uh, I don't remember. It was it was hot. Oh wow. And so we were like, well, the AC units are on, we can't figure out what's going on. And like Tyler Hodge was doing that shackle song. Yeah. And he was he had to bust out his inhaler because he was about <laughs> to die. And we were like like all of us that were from this church were like, we're gonna kill Tyler. Yeah, we need to we need to figure out what's going on. We we're bringing fans That's in, funny. and 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 every Sunday was the same thing. We were wow. just dying in the heat. Yeah, and we couldn't figure out why, until one day, um, somebody was we were doing our yearly inspection for the fire department, and they were like, oh, they lift this little latch from the AC unit. Oh no! He goes, oh, that was down. That's weird. So when they did the inspection the year prior, the guy has to shut it to make sure that the AC units oh, no. <laughs> don't push any oxygen or air into the room right. to prevent it from catching on fire. Well, he never lifted it back up. So the church was running the AC for that entire summer. Oh, man. And nobody... <laughs> we, were, oh, we were dying, like, so... We were just like, I was like, man, God really was yeah. testing us there to see if uh, we were going to have to. We had to save the money on the budget for the air conditioning. <laughs> no, but they, they were running, but oh, no, no air were, was coming geez. in the building. So, yeah. you know, we didn't save any money. <laughs> but I was I was like, you know, it's just one of those things wow. that God's just trying to see. Because, like, it was to the point sometimes where I was like, I don't know if we can have it in this room. Because right. it's 100 and something outside. It's yeah. probably 20 degrees hotter in here. Yeah. You know. Right. And. Yeah. When you said, I thought about the heat. And, and I remember one Sunday that the wind came whipping <coughs> in, and, it, and we didn't put, we had told ourselves to cut, we had just got them. Mm-hmm. And so we told ourselves we need to put sandbags down on them. Yeah. And the wind just came like a tornado and just whipped through there. And mm-hmm. I mean, it was Sunday school was over, it was in between. Um, Sunday school was already over and we mm-hmm. had left them out there because it was just it, it was too hot to take down so we said we're just going to take them down after service mm-hmm. and so the the wind took them down for us and uh, it was it, there was one all the way out in the middle of the road oh and, wow yeah it was it tore them up and I think one of them still tore up from that <laughs> yeah it's it was, it was it was interesting yeah so so you guys are now having to you're working a side by side, so it's a lot of. But you guys set up the day before then. Yeah, Jonathan, uh, Ashley, some of the other teachers, mm-hmm. um, they'll uh, they'll set up a lot of times the night before, the day before. Oh, okay. Um, so it makes that ease in the morning of yeah. uh, setup, um, and uh, makes it a little bit easier in the morning. We were we were we recently moved over to something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we were doing it um, all on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. which we have like in our room we have to set up and tear down every sunday too right. we don't have a set room right um which it would make life so much easier if right. we did but you know just we don't um but we just recently moved over to where we just assigned responsibilities and i said i don't care when you get it done it right. just needs to be done before 10 a.m right that morning right so if you're okay with coming in nine o'clock and setting that up Right. By all means, do that, you know. Right. But it definitely does make make it a lot easier if you can do that the night pr- right. prior or the day prior. Um, it doesn't always work in our favor because sometimes there's stuff going on. Um, like if we have a conference or something, we can't set up in the room, right. so we have to right. wait till that Sunday morning. But that makes it a little bit more difficult. But that outweighs the amount of times you do have to set up. Right. Um, so one more thing I think I want to talk about. Now... With your route, how was 
how have you established relationships with the kids and or has have you how does your relationship establishing go for you and how is your quote unquote i guess conversion rate from them like have you had kids that are just they're staples now in your church yeah i mean when it comes to um transferring them over to adult church or anything like that no not yet Mm -hmm. um we're very young in it we're very um the, most of the kids all the kids are under uh 13 12 or 13 so mm -hmm. um but the um we have we we have a very very high repeat right now we have a 14 passenger van this past sunday we had nine mm -hmm. um and the Sunday prior to that, we had probably, I think it was 15. So don't say nothing. We have 14 passenger vans somehow. <laughs> somehow, you know, yeah. the, uh, the, the bus extra... captain sits on the ground, you know. Yeah. So, you know, it's, <laughs> uh, but the, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it, it seems like it stays between the, the 10 and the, uh, the, the 14 mark right now. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, whether it be a lack of a vehicle or a lack of, um, running a multiple route, um, we've started now a breakfast. Um, mm -hmm. So we segued into that uh, after our planning meeting back in December, and and bringing that up, uh, um, uh, brother Andrew Dillon, which I think you know who, I'm, yeah, yeah. Uh, him and his wife headed that up, and, mm -hmm. and really have taken that and flourished it, and, and, and brought a couple people into it, mm -hmm. and um, outside of Sunday school to where it's it's taken the burden off of that. So. Um, that's really helped the kids because we, we did a deal last year where they, they asked for, we asked for prayer requests and Jonathan was asking for prayer requests. Is there anything, and we can write on the board and write on the sign of things that you can pray for. Mm -hmm. And I sat there one day and I think I looked at like two or three times that someone put down, I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm hungry. And I'm like, they're not hungry just for the word. Mm -hmm. But some of these kids are coming in physically hungry. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have donuts and a donut ministry, but, you know, the, the coffee bar, but it, it, that's pure sugar. That's just that's just not helping the Sunday school department yeah. at all. But it, we were able to start that up this year and, and the kids are loving it, you know. And mm -hmm. so it's helping that retention rate. It's helping that. Yeah. Um, they, they feed me every Sunday a, a pancake or, a, or eggs and waffles or, or this, that, and the other. And, yeah. um, so now our Sunday school is now our, our mess hall, you know, so it's, yeah. uh, it, 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 that's really helped, mm -hmm. um, with, uh, keeping the kids, um, coming every Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, they have less something to look forward to. Yeah. Um, they, they really do. I was, I actually <clears throat> was, um, I, I, we actually had a dinner with Andrew mm -hmm. and him, him and his wife and. We were we were drinking. I think it was we went to boba or something, mm -hmm. and we were talking about how they. He was telling me about how they wanted to start doing breakfast, and I was right. like, "Oh, that's awesome!" You mm -hmm. know, um, but you know, you don't think like those basic needs, like, right. like to think that they're not being met. Right. Sometimes we just like, oh yeah, of course they're eating breakfast. Right. Kids, you know, like what kid doesn't eat breakfast in the morning? Right. But you know, when you see it, it's like whoa. Mm -hmm. I got to step back. Right. You know, simple things like even like um, we're, we're thinking about trying to do something um, at the end of this month, um, possibly with uh, hygiene stuff and, mm -hmm. you know, um, like simple things like how to wash your hair. Right. How to take a bath. Right. You, you would assume kids know how to do that. Right. But you, know, you come to find out right. some of them may have never been taught because maybe their parents just haven't been taught. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and it's, it's those little things. It's like, whoa, like, and it gives the teachers, it gives the people in Sunday school an opportunity to sit down with those kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I encourage anybody in the church to come in any because I'm just like, come on in, you know, yeah, it, yeah. I'm sure they can whip a couple of pancakes together. It's not oh, that yeah. expensive. I'll give an extra five dollars to, yeah. but it, it gives that sense of family to those kids. Mm-hmm. And Especially that, the parents, uh-huh. the parents are coming on the bus. Or, you know, the parents in the church, and I've, I've had it where a parent, you know, they're kind of just looking around, and I'm like, you know, I can kind of sense, mm-hmm. you know, like, they're hungry. Right. I'm like, you know, why don't you sit down with us? Sit down and enjoy. Right. And that's your opportunity to connect with that parent right. that's from around or from anywhere just saying, hey, you know, like, yeah, just you're fellowshipping. Right. And that's why, like, I think the breakfast is super vital in children's ministry or even church ministry because it's that fellowship. Mm-hmm that you're having that you break down barriers because you're breaking bread. Right. You know, and you're having conversations that you may not have been able to have a conversation about or with that person if they had just walked in the door and you're greeting them. Right. You know. And it's a perk for the Sunday school too. You know, a lot of lot of the teachers don't get an opportunity to eat or even sit down and drink their coffee (laughs) for five minutes before Sunday school starts. And it gives that kind of that awkward moment before Sunday school starts of getting ready to, to crank it up and, mm-hmm. and and it gives them an opportunity to say, you know, I'm going to take a breather. Setup's yeah. done. Everything's done. Everything's ready. But, yeah. it, you know, now I can sit down and take a break. And that's cool. I think because our, our breakfast staff does that too. Um, they're always like, hey, we have extra. You, guys right. want? you know, we always wait till they're done. But, right. um, but they're always like, hey, and like, I'll be like stuffing <laughs> – a sausage and a pancake right you know like oh it's a, it, the kids are what are you doing brother and i'm pouring syrup on it i'm like it's a breakfast taco yeah. and i'm just like shoving it in my mouth and like all right let's get started yeah. you know but it's it's definitely like i think breakfast is yeah it's vital for it i and and i never thought it was going to be that big of a deal i i was just like it seems so simple mm-hmm. it, it's almost those simple things it's like really that mm-hmm. makes a big of a difference and it really yeah. does it, it, it was shocking and um but um but yeah that that's really helped mm-hmm. um it, we're in the middle of a huge building project right now and and yeah. so that and 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 a lot of like myself I, i'm a i'm a i'm a plumber so i'm very involved in that so it, mm-hmm. it takes literally I, I i think for the past six months every saturday from me uh-huh. to where i don't have saturday mornings anymore no yeah and so you know that you know the follow-ups, you know, and my wife does. Mm-hmm. I I don't even ride on the bus anymore. Yeah. Um. For about six eight months, I was the bus driver, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, we'll we'll leave the the unknowns for the unknowns of of how certified we were. Yeah. Um. But the uh um. But you know, it's it. There was a man in our church that had a CDL for his business and stuff. So, mm-hmm. so it really was nice. And um. But the um the retention side of it is just. The, the kids want consistency. They they mm-hmm. they they don't get consistency at home. Yeah. They're either with mom one week or dad the next, mm-hmm. and so they see that consistent basis. Whether it be as simple as a text or a phone call as a follow up, mm-hmm. um, they want to hear their bus captain's voice. They want to hear yeah. that connection to the church. That 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 makes a big a big difference. Even if you're not the face right there, that that phone call to the parent keeps that connection there yeah, because yeah. it's six days until they hear from me again mm-hmm. or five days till they hear from me again. And that's a long time Yeah, um, to keep that connection alive. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you, man, for Same. coming in. Um, I really enjoyed this yeah, conversation we're having and it's encouraged me, you know, um, to really just, you know, 
keep pushing and you know this stuff is what this is this podcast is really meant for is to help you know everybody that's ministering you know to understand that we're not alone right that there's people that have had similar experiences if not crazier experiences right. you know and that you know we're here to encourage each other um you know we're two cities or a city away, city away. and um it's not a competition no it's it's if anything we're in this giant war right. that we're trying to battle against and right. you know you got your battleship over there in ukaipa mm-hmm. and we got ours over here in we have two battleships in ukaipa there's two yeah. churches in ukaipa so and yeah, so it's... we're just you know and it's not like hey get out of my area mm-hmm. you know it's like we're gonna do what we can and just mm-hmm. try and reach you know reach our cities right um so thank you uh, for coming, hopefully we can have you back yeah. uh, and your wife. Yeah, my we'd wife, love, yeah. yeah, we'd love yeah. to have your wife back with uh, or on here with us yeah. uh, to hear her perspective on it too. Um, you know, but definitely really appreciate it. Um, thank you guys for listening, and remember, stay kingdom minded. <laughs>